This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. That's right. It is all about you here on this Friday. We're glad to have you with us and hope you'll join our conversation. 360-676-5464 is our phone number. And just a real quick check of the traffic cameras. Things slow on I-5 northbound when still uh, south side of Bellingham. There's a vehicle. can't tell if it was in an accident or uh, disabled at this point. But uh, blocking the left lane. We've got emergency vehicles. Uh, left lane blocked right by Iowa Street. That's got traffic backed up well, to Old Fairhaven Parkway. So slow going, but it, they've got a tow truck on the scene. Looks like they'll get that moved out of the way pretty quick. So I guess just be patient. I'll move it out of there as soon as they can. Uh, but uh, once again, that's uh, blocking the left lane at Iowa Street. So things slow going northbound I-5 here in Bellingham. But uh, things will get rolling here on the phones here on KGMI Connects. And uh, we're glad to have you with us. 360-676-5464 is our phone number. And we got full lines to start the program. Let's go to Kate in Bellingham. Hi, Kate. Hello. Hello. Yeah, you're on the Hello. air. Yeah, you're okay. on. Okay. Um, I got a question for you or your listeners, okay. and that is, it's about all-cause mortality data. You know, that is the rate at which people, you know, expire. All-cause so, mortality, um, okay. Uh-huh. Yes, all-cause mortality. It's not from COVID, not from this, not from heart. Okay. It's all-cause, all, everything lumped together. And that rate has been climbing. Some statisticians at, at the uh, insurance company say it's climbing alarmingly hmm. because they got to pay out. So what would be doing it? What would be causing this spike? And I'm going to hang up and let you guys cogitate and give input. Yeah. So, bye-bye. In- Thank you. Interesting, yeah. Uh, and I, I understand that... Uh, the life expectancy, which there was just an article recently about it, life expectancy for men, especially uh, having uh, dipped sharply. I mean, by a couple of years, I think. Men here in the United States, are life expectancy. Uh, um, but I guess, you know, a couple of um, possible causes come to mind. Uh, we've talked a lot about uh, overdose deaths, and um, but what about... Uh, traffic deaths are they on the increase? Um, and but uh, interesting, interesting question. Yeah, what do you? Th- what are your thoughts there? Let's go to Jack in Bellingham. Hi, Jack. Hey, happy Get Naked Friday here on the Liberal Outpost. All right. Well, it's not the Liberal Outpost any longer, but go ahead. What's on uh, your mind? Because it's now mainstream. Now then, uh, Kate shouldn't ask those questions. She should just put her head down and keep moving forward. But earlier this week, you had a gentleman on that was talking about forest fires, and you guys were talking about climate change and everything, uh-huh. and how, oh, you've never seen them burn like this. And once again, I don't say anything unless I have experience, knowledge on the whole thing, and studied it. Okay. And uh, uh, my nephew has worked for the firefighting for the state of Washington for 40 years. Wow. And prior to the shutdown of the forest, you notice the forest fires, they never happen on uh, privately owned forests like warehouses. They happen on the public lands. And uh, 40 years ago, as soon as there was a spark, they were on alert. And uh, now they don't do anything until it's been going for two or three weeks. And our forest isn't being utilized like it used to be. It's the public forest part is has way too many dead uh, dead trees, overgrowth, and that kind of stuff. And that's the reason why you're getting the forest fires. It's not climate change; it's mismanagement. And and I refer back to Warehouser. You do not see these fires raging out of control on privately owned land. Because they maintain their forest properly. 
Okay. Does Warehouser and those large companies, do they never log on any kind of any public lands? Because public lands are auctioned, you know, the, the logging rights are auctioned off to companies. So I would. Right. Yeah, when they do. But if, we, if you look back to the Spotted Owl, the Spotted Owl COVID outbreak of 1993 essentially shut down logging in the state of Washington. Like it, it was, and it has never come back. And uh, so the amount of logging that went on is a very, very small percentage now as to what it used to be. And one of your former co cohorts, a classmate of mine, I guess, uh, actually his dad was one of my teachers, uh, Tracy Ellis. Yeah, he ra was raised in the forestry uh, mecca of the state of Washington down there in Shelton. And it's garbage now compared to what it used to be. And it's just because mismanagement of public land and the absolute complete uh, bottleneck shutdown that took place. All right, Jack. Well, all right. Well, we'll leave that as it is. I, I okay. Um, it seems though that, uh, and we haven't seen a rash of wildfires here, like in our in our region. We have seen some wildfire here on. Uh, you know, in western Washington, but uh, most of the wildfire activity we see is up in the national forests um, and um, yeah, up in the, you know, up like this, you know, this past summer, uh, the fire that burned up, the sourdough fire up there in the Cascade, uh, na you know, National Park and that area. But uh, all right, we'll leave that as it is. Let's go to Randy in Bellingham. Hi, Randy. Hey, Joe. Uh, watching this last Republican debate, which I've watched all of them, and decided on uh, Nikki Haley as, as the one I want, if anybody cares. <laughs> okay. But what I want to talk about, the last debate, they were asking the candidates about what they're going to do to keep Social Security solvent, and the question was, how um, how high would they raise the retirement age, you know, to fix Social Security? Uh -huh. You know, and they all came with different numbers like 68, 69, 70, 71, right. so on, nice. whatever. Nice. And this yeah. drives me nuts because, <laughs> you know, Social Security is not not going broke. It's an easy fix. And, and I don't know what's wrong with the interviewers, whether they just didn't study up on it or what. But none of them asked about any other ways to fix Social Security other than raising the retirement age, uh -huh. which, as far as I'm concerned, is a no-go. That high retirement age is great for somebody that's doing office work, an attorney, somebody like that. But boy, if you're doing physical labor, you don't want to work till you're 70, believe me. Yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. If somebody, uh, yeah, a 69-year-old uh, person up on a roof doing <laughs> Doing roofing oh, yeah. or whatever. You know, I've done yeah. my roof when I was 69, but I don't want to wish that on anybody else. <laughs> well, well, kudos to you. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, you know, the solution is, of course, you know, everybody pays into uh, Social Security Medicaid until up to the uh, upper level of 140000 After that, the people that earn up over 140000 up into the billionaires and everything, they don't pay any more than the person that's earning, like, say, 30000 a year. Mm -hmm. So the simple fix is to simply raise that limit up to 160000 180000 Whatever, and it would be completely solvent. It would have enough money to uh, not only pay for Social Security and Medicare, but to get rid of these advantage plans and actually provide dental vision and the things that people that are retired uh, that that they need. You know, mm -hmm. and of course the other option would be what I would do is if I was the dictator, is is I would uh, make it so that people that earned uh, say I'd pick a figure they could decide on it. Say if people earned under. 30000 a year, they would pay nothing into Social Security. That would be paid for by the higher-ups. Uh -huh. And then I would graduate the, the, the percentage according to how much money. But right now, the billionaires, they can earn $10 billion, and they're only, they aren't paying any more into Social Security right. uh, well. than you or I did. You know, or or than the, yeah, the person making 200000 a year, what have you. I mean, yeah, I... We have to, and I agree. We have to find a better, well, more funding for Social Security. And one way is to, like you say, raise the the ceiling on the taxes 
that can be assessed for social, you know, social security or FICA. And um, but there's, I guess, my point is there's so many. There's not only that. There's so many different things people can do. Yeah. But mostly the Republicans, they they just concentrate on on cut, cut, cut. Right. And this has been driving me nuts, too, you know, because they keep talking but listening to this arguing back and forth in Congress, and they want to cut everything, right? They want to, they want to cut the, the, they want to cut uh, Social Security. They, you know, their goal has always been just to get rid of Social Security and Medicare. But this part of this whittling down, they want to cut the IRS. They want to cut uh, Social Services. They want to cut everything. But the solution, yeah, we all want it, but nobody has any other things besides cutting to end the national debt. And they could simply end it by getting rid of those tax cuts. Reagan, the top tax bracket was 74% when Reagan came in. He cut it down to 25%. Get rid of that. That'll take care of the problem. Okay. And then you had George uh, Bush. He gave tax tax cuts and the war in the Middle East. That's you know, three, four, five thousand, five trillion dollars. Trump, Trump is commonly known. He put in eight trillion dollars into it. It all, all these tax cuts that they did, starting with Reagan, from seventy-four to twenty-five percent for the top tax bracket. Uh, when you add those all up, it's more than thirty-two trillion dollars, which is the national debt. And those tax uh, tax cuts were initiated by the Republicans. So this whole fiscal problem that we have is the Republicans' fault. They're the ones that did it. You know, and I'm not saying that the Democrats should continue spending like crazy. No, I'm not for that either. Okay. But they need to realize that they're, <laughs> they're responsible for this situation we're in. And, and the solution is to put the tax back to a reasonable level for those higher-income people like it used to be when this country really was great. Uh, yeah. You know, okay. and, and, okay. and I guess it just drives me crazy because there's simple solutions to all this, and it doesn't seem like you never hear about this on the news. Yeah, you know, well, you okay. never hear about it. Yeah, you know. yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Randy. And I, I don't know that we want to go back to 74 percent tax bracket. Uh, that seems pretty onerous. But uh, uh, but I, I, higher taxes on those who can afford it, I, because. Bottom line is, I think what Randy's saying is that, you know, Republicans generally, yep, they do cut taxes when they have the opportunity. The tax cuts, you know, under Reagan, under Bush, under Trump, uh, they do reduce revenue. They don't pay for themselves. That's a, a popular myth, but uh, that that's what it is. It's a myth. It's never been shown to be true. And then to go back and raise taxes is like pulling teeth, obviously. And the idea that, uh, okay, we'll cut taxes and starve the beast and and force spending cuts, well, that never happens either. So, I mean, it's just reality that the the deficit, the debt and the deficit are going to grow with no end in sight and no way to really curtail it. Uh, but thanks for your thoughts, Randy. Let's go to, uh, real quick, Barry in Birch Bay. Hi, Barry. Hi there. How's things today? I'm uh, doing all right. What are your thoughts here on a monetary oh, system nice. that's failed? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, yeah. The, you know, anytime the—then this is centuries of history um, of, of how they take a monetary system that's stable— and make it a fiat. What we're in right now, back in 1971, was the last time a U.S. dollar had any type of gold backing to it. I remember as a kid, you could go into the bank with a silver certificate or a gold note, and you could get your silver. They had to have it there. So anytime you do this to a system, a banking system, you've got elitists that control. You control the monetary flow. You control everything. Totally. You can control the religious crazies and all of all the rest of it. Um, now we are we are truly at uh, at the last of the the fiat Western uh, run IMF uh, World Bank all out of Washington D.C. And you know what that stands for, don't you? What's that? Washington D.C. That's Washington District of Criminals. Okay, they're a bunch of thugs, both sides of the aisle. There's nothing. It's it's sad. I, I am a Canadian by birth, okay. raised in a whole different um, uh, education, British Parliament. God save the Queen. I'm glad she's gone. Um, okay. But, 
you know, uh, it, I, I come to this nation back way when, and, and I'm not far from, actually. I was just born just right there in White Rock, right across the line. But my first 22 years of most of my programming, because we're all programmed, uh, came from that Canadian. And I'm a public school kid. I love, I, I, I've had a phenomenal blessed life. Okay. Phenomenal blessed life. But now what we're sitting in, we're, I believe we're in a banana republic. And the reason being is there's a guy they call a president that I believe has dementia. And it's, I, I, 14 years of my life, was in the caregiving. I owned a caregiving facility. I know what dementia is. Okay? And, and, and somebody who gets that a position of power, and then they take their, their, their justice system and attack the political opponent, <laughs> that's a banana republic, isn't it not? Okay. That's well, a banana republic. Oh, and, and that's okay. what's going on. That's what's going on right now. But back to the monetary system, we yeah, have uh, now the quantum financial system, QFS. Have you ever heard of this? Uh, yeah, I've, yeah, I've heard of it, yes. So uh, Bitcoin and you hear the different, yeah. Yeah, the, okay. different, the different what we call cryptocurrencies, Ethereum, XRP, well, the underlying technologies that support all that is where people need to understand where the money, the new money is being generated. The digital currencies, the digital asset class. Now, that's a total new asset class. It's, 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 it's asset class. And because we've lived under our global system, we, we, the Forex, the foreign exchange market, okay. has one decimal Four zeros past the decimal. We have two. One dollar is 1.00. The 4X market is 1.000. Well, the new quantum financial system, because we no longer talk about billions of dollars in deficit, we talk about trillions of dollars in deficit. Right, right. And, and because of that, the word trillion does not fit in to four digits past the decimal. We have now eight, and some of these platforms are more than eight. They're 15, okay? Bitcoin is eight digits, okay? Right, so, but, okay, but what, what's your point with all this? Where, where are well, you my going? My point is this, is that, okay. is that we, are, we are at the end of the U.S. dollar as the world reserve currency, the petrodollar, and now we have BRICS. Brazil, Russia, China, India, and South Africa, and all those countries that are now trading in their own currencies. Now, did you know that the the, the Russian ruble is uh, is, is gold backed? All this new, all this stuff on the BRICS. System. The Russian ruble is worth next to nothing. I, I, That's what I you want to believe? Uh, you okay. believe that? All you right. Believe it. I, okay. I I know differently. Okay. That's, okay. And that's the problem. Okay. We're not educated about what is truly going on. Okay. What is All right. going on? Now, let me let me uh, well, one, real, okay. one more thing. Real quick. May I okay, have a plug ahead. for a guy named Mike Maloney? Now, folks, there is a series that's called The Secrets of Money. It's ten episodes. Mike Maloney, phenomenal mind. Okay. Incredible. It's called The Secrets of Money. Go there. It's done. The first episode was in twenty twelve. All right. And it is an amazing education about what is happening and how they can do these wars. Okay. Wars have been going on for centuries, but thanks sure. for your time. All right, you bet, Barry. It. All right, secrets you know. of money. All right, well, go ahead and check it out, and we'll take a quick break. Be back with more here on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. The Lummy Bay Market at Exit 260 is where you'll find more in, in the, the store. store. You'll find more in the store because there's so, so much, much store. store, almost 10,000 square feet. The Lummy Bay Market is where you'll find everything you need for on and off the road. You'll find the best value on gas and diesel, along with way more than you would expect out of a convenience store. There's a liquor department featuring a great selection of your favorite competitively priced spirits, wines, and mixers. And of course, you'll want to check out the huge selection of ice-cold beer in their massive beer cave. Want to grab a quick bite for breakfast or lunch? Don't feel like cooking dinner? At the Lummy Bay Market, you'll find a great hot deli counter, including our brand new fried chicken, chicken tenders, and chicken wings with all the fix-ins. Make the Lummy Bay Market your first or last stop of the day for fuel, food, and more. The Lummy Bay Market, just off I-5 at exit 260 on Rural Avenue. Open 24 hours, 7 days a week. Lummy Bay Market, where, where there's, there's more in the store. store. 
Don't get stuck inside. Go to Summit Adventure Park, the place for fun, exercise, and birthdays with high-performance trampolines, giant slides, and so much more. Become a monthly member at Summit Adventure Park for just $25 a month and jump all day, every day for just $25 a month. Summit has the best birthday packages in town. Invite all your friends for two hours of fun, including pizza and no cleanup for mom and dad either. And monthly members receive 20% off the best birthday parties automatically. Listen to what Heidi has to say. I'm a grandmother with a grandson I love to spoil. We've hosted his last two birthday parties at Summit, and it couldn't have been easier or more fun. I just went online, booked the date, entered the number of guests, selected a few fun options, and it was done. The staff was awesome that day and couldn't have been nicer. The kids played jumped, ate, and we all got to chill at our reserved birthday table. No pre-prep, no cleaning, and as Lucas says, it's the best birthday present ever. Summit Adventure Park on Meridian next to Home Goods. You can always count on AirTech Heating. Whether you need maintenance or a new furnace, heat pump, ductless heating system, or a new gas fireplace. And when you install a Lennox Ultimate Comfort System with AirTech, you'll receive either a $1,500 rebate or no payments, no interest for six months. When financing a new Lennox system, you decide which offer is best for you. Keep warm all winter long. Call AirTech Heating, a premier Lennox dealer, today at 734-5010 and online at airtechheat.net. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Good to have you with us here on KGMI Connects, and I hope you'll give us a call. Tell us what's on your mind, and uh, let's go to our friend John in Ferndale. Hey, John. Hey, Joe. Yeah, great show. Love the new the new callers. If you've never called in, please do. Yeah. yeah. We need everyone's opinion. Um, your first caller of the show was uh, wondering what people thought about the dip in in uh, mortality, right? So it's down to 1996 levels. Uh, she was talking about an increase in overall mat- mortality. I, I, I'm I, sorry, I, a decrease in longevity and right, increase in mor- yeah, yeah, mortality. Uh, well, I have some theories. Um, number one, if people... Uh, went into the pandemic smoking, they smoked more, they drank, they drank more. They ate chocolate chip cookies, then they ate more of them. Um, you know, it, and and the other factor that I think is even bigger is the overall rage in the country. And when you're angry all the time, it shortens your life. The stress hormones from anger and from rage, you know, mm-hmm. uh, um, in, in the end, it's not good for you. And, and you know, we live in a society where people want to enrage you for the clicks. Right, true. And, you know, and, and I hope that Elon Musk is just doing that, right? But, you know, he crossed another line where he, you know, he retweeted, re-X'd the stupid thing. You know, it's, it's always going to be Twitter to me, but I, I don't read it. Other people aggregate it for me. But he, you know, he retweeted this guy that said, oh, the Jews are trying to, you know, um, uh, make people ha- hate white people. Or, and, and, you know, he said there's no truer words have ever been spoken. And, you know, I'd look at what the Jewish people suffered. And I remember we, we had a speaker, a survivor from the camps come and talk to us at high school. And I was just like riveted. An hour went, went by in 10 minutes. And. I was thinking about the attack on the Israeli athletes at the Munich Olympics. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when when they bombed, when Hamas, I think it was, bombed the U.S. in Lebanon when Reagan was president. And uh, Hez- Hezbollah just, prob- was probably Hezbollah. Was it Hezbollah? Yeah. No, Hezbollah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Well, anyway, it just goes back and, and, um, um, the the anger that people feel, I just wish people with a platform like Elon Musk wouldn't just, you know, like throw things out there uh, because he has a base of people who don't like the Jews. And there's people on the left now, right? And I, you know, and I don't know if they don't like if if they don't like Israel or you know they they're they're mad at Israel's government and some of their policies because I think the Jewish people are lovely like every people. But yeah, this this kind of like you know this anger, right? Anger for for the views and um, 
Well, you know, there's it, something it, to uh, that, yeah. That uh, it, it it really does help to shorten people's lives. And you know, some of the things that make me angry, like this, this Mike Johnson, the, the new Speaker of the House, right? Okay. I mean, he thinks that the United States of of America that we're a dark and sinister place, dark and depraved, and, and um, oh, what else does he say? That the only question is, is God going to allow our nation to enter a time of judgment for our collective sins, or is he going to give us one more chance? And, you know, he's up there to, you know, to, to I guess, uh, be the arbiter of God. And I, I mean, look, I hope everyone prays, but if you're hearing an actual voice, you're in trouble. If God actually, if you think God actually speaks, you know what I mean? Like, there there are people where you know what God wants you to do, and you do it, if, if you're a person of faith or morals or whatever. But then there's people that actually hear voices, and, you know, God's giving them opinions on sitcoms and, and baseball teams. Okay. Now, that's not true, and I don't believe, and, you know, in my okay. family, all this stuff with the religion started back when I was a kid. My grandma gave to Jim and Tammy Baker. My dad was a Jimmy Swaggart wow. addict, okay. right? And yeah. so that, that's what I mean. That's what I mean when I say I was raised in a, in a cult. It's because I, you know, yeah. Anyway, all right, Joe, Joe, love you. Thanks for your call. We'll, and we got to take a quick break. We got Rich, Tim, and Jim, and we'll hear from you too. Hopefully, here on KGMI Connects. Whatever's on your mind, it's a free form Friday. We'll call it. What are you going to do for Thanksgiving? I know one thing. I'm going to prepare the turkey. Oh yeah. How are you going to do it? You ever use the blowtorch method? No. How does that work? See, here's what you do. You get yourself the blowtorch, and you get a turkey. And this is where things get complicated. Does it do a good job? It's so juicy. You just peel off all the blackened skin, and voila! How long's that take? Ah, about seven hours, depending on the size of your bird. Standing there with the blowtorch the whole time? Nah, I'll get the kids to help. But your kids are three and five. When it comes to preparing the Thanksgiving turkey, there's a new method every year. But one thing never changes. The joy of being with those you love. So this Thanksgiving, however you choose to prepare your turkey, get to the airport the traditional way on Bel Air Airport or Shuttle. Avoid paying high fuel prices, parking, and the worst traffic of the year. Sit back, relax, and watch the frenzied world from inside Airporter's luxury motor coach. With enough round trips daily, you'll find the one that's just right for you. Visit airporter.com today. That's airporter.com. Dewey Griffin Subaru is driven by one simple concept. If we all give a little, we'll all have a lot. These days, the Dewey motto rings truer than ever. Kindness, care, and safety have never been more important. That's why Subaru and the Dewey Griffin team are doing their part to keep you and your loved ones safe while driving. Need a new Subaru? Stop by Dewey Griffin during the 2023 Subaru Share the Love event. From the 8-passenger Ascent to the Outback, from the Forester to the Impreza and the all-new Crosstrek, a Subaru from Dewey Griffin will get you and your family where you need to go, safely. Plus, when you purchase a Subaru from Dewey, you'll be supporting a local dealership that supports our local community. Dewey Griffin Subaru, community-minded, community-driven, and the only Subaru certified tire and service center in Whatcom County. During the 2023 Subaru Share the Love event, Subaru will donate $250 to purchaser or lessee-selected national and hometown charities. See retailer or Subaru.com slash share for details. Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, formerly Vibrant USA. If you are on Medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance, the time to call us is now. You have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage. To be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2024, give Guided Solutions a call at 866-733-5111 and our helpful agents will be happy to assist you. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Friday afternoon. And uh, Jim over on San Juan Island joins us. Hi, Jim. Oh, happy Friday to you, Joe. Happy Friday, Jim. 
I wanted to be a little frivolous today. That's all right. Say, I did want to say, uh, yeah, it was, it was good to hear John talk about uh, how you hear from God and he doesn't speak in a voice. And I, I do believe he doesn't speak in an audible voice for your ears, but I do believe he's, he's spoken to me a few times and and those those memories are very precious to me. So it's really hard to figure out or explain that thing. So probably just better go to the Bible and see what that says. Okay. But uh, I wanted to say, um, if it's not Mexico and it's not new, why do we call it New Mexico? Now, okay. now that's a joke, and it's not a very funny one. But what what is? Well, maybe also, chuckle. I guess. Yeah, I'm a sucker <laughs> okay, for good. a bad joke. What, what's what's? Thank you. <laughs> what's also funny is Dolly Parton. Uh, being uh, instituted uh, into the Hall of Fame, uh, oh. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, why, yeah. Isn't that funny, too? Well, it's a little odd, but I've always found the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to be a little odd. It, uh, it cross, you know, it's, it, it's like, I, I would say American Music Hall of Fame more than anything, uh, because there right, right. are hip-hop stars that have, you know, been inducted and... Um, yeah. Right. It, so, well, so it's, it's not just long. American music. I guess it's you know because there are many you know British British musicians that have been inducted into it and British bands. Well, I'm a rocker. And I others. think you're a rocker. You went to see uh, who was it? Uh, I went rock to see, and roll went show to see the other day. Rob the other Zombie. Month. Yeah. And yeah. And right. Alice Cooper. Isn't actually, Alice Cooper put on a heck of a show. I was thinking, you know, when I bought the tickets, I want to see Rob Zombie and. Uh, I hadn't seen him for a long time, and I saw Alice Cooper was also on the bill, and I thought, well, it'd be good to see him. I hadn't seen him for 30 years, probably. And I thought, well, but he's, you know, he's older and all that, but right. he put on a heck of a show. He he sang great. He was out there, you know, moving around, and you know, he looked really good uh, for well, 70 some year old dude. But, I've, uh, heard anyway. that about, I've heard that about him, and that, that reminds me of when uh, this, uh, this gal wanted to date me when I was a uh, in my late teens, and, and she took me to a Beach Boys concert in Seattle. Uh-huh. I think it was that, it was outside uh, by the science outside the science center there. And uh, but the opening band was the Kinks. Oh wow! And, cool. And, wow. And I just fell I fell in love with the Kinks. Uh-huh. Nice. Uh huh. Nice. So uh, that kind of thing that kind of thing happened to me. I got a surprise at a concert like that. It's funny how how and since we're on this 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 you know area of discussion i uh, you know cuz alice cooper you know when he came out back in the 70s you know you know he's he was he was this bad boy the bad guy you know this you know right. this, this you know crazy rocker and uh bad influence and everything and then right. uh i lived down in phoenix um where my wife and i were in phoenix in la- for a few years in the late 90s and alice cooper lives down there in the in the phoenix area and uh, someplace more exclusive than than I, where we live. But uh, anytime there was a public event, uh, you know, I remember the very first uh, game that uh, I'm pretty sure it was the very first home game that Arizona Diamondbacks played because they were an expansion team while, you know, while we were down there and they built the ballpark. And, you know, there's Alice Cooper throwing out the first pitch. And anytime there was some big civic event, they'd call in Alice Cooper to be the, kind of be the honorary celebrity of the of the you know, local celebrity. It was, it was just funny how he had his stature had had changed over the years. You know, now you go to the you go to the supermarket and you who do you, you hear the Ramones on the on the PA system and stuff like that. Yes, I actually heard. It's funny you say that because I actually heard. Uh, Oh gosh, I can't. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne in an elevator. <laughs> uh huh. Crazy train. Elevator. Crazy train or something. Huh? Yeah. It was crazy train <laughs> in an elevator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah. Well, I just wanted to uh, say uh, happy Friday uh, to you and all. And uh, life's serious. And there's life changing things going on. We've got uh, danger of nukes and uh, everything crashing around us. But let's not forget to be thankful. Yep. And uh, and have a little humor. Uh, sounds good, Jim. Thanks for your call. Thanks. Take care. Let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. How's it going today, Joe? Doing all right. Doing all right. So I do agree with most of what John said. Uh, the rage thing is a big problem for people's health. And I think a large part of that rage was the government's handling of COVID and the lies about the vaccines, how you were going to be safe and you weren't going to infect anybody and all this. So, And also the BRICS. That is a big problem in the world. 
we we kind of fueled that fire by our useless sanctions against Putin that spurred on these other countries to form this trading alliance around us. So what we're doing in Ukraine is actually not doesn't seem to be helping Ukraine, and it's definitely not helping us. And you said that raising taxes was like pulling teeth. Well, in Washington State, Joe, we pull a lot of teeth because the last six years, the state legislature has, I don't know, like average of six taxes a year, except for 2022. But like 2017 through 2021, there was 10 new, we saw them on our ballot, which that we're not going to see that anymore. I think they actually are going to take that away. The legislature without the vote of the people, you know, you've seen them. Mm-hmm. going to cost us X. So anyway, the main story I wanted to tell you about was my personal experience with wildfire. Okay. Six or seven years ago, I was cutting a straw field to bale straw, and it started on fire. The mowing machine made a spark or some such thing, and so first thing I do is whip out the phone, call 911, and then I zoom over to it and try to put it out. The lady on the phone says, don't try to put it out. The first thing I thought, okay, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. So the fire trucks come. It's black smoke, and for whatever reason, straw burns black like tires. I mean, black. Really? Okay. Oh, very black. I don't know why, but it was very black. So cars are stopping. People are coming out of their houses. Everyone's, you know, like, what's going on? Fire trucks come. They sit alongside the road and do nothing. Like four or five of them, ten guys, doing nothing. And so I'm scratching my head, okay, is this like the Twilight Zone? So I called 911 again. I asked the lady, okay, the fire trucks are here. How come they're not putting out this fire? And, uh, well, I said, do they not know how to get into the field? I said, there's a clear path. It's August. It's dry. They can easily get in the field. So I'm getting frustrated. So this is a rented land, so I call the landowner. He comes with a water truck and puts it out himself. And then another farmer comes with a disc to disc it out. All the while, these fire trucks are watching the farmers put the fire out. And the lady on the phone said, well, is it harming anything? I said, well, it's going to get into some woods, and it might get into a house. And, you know, that's why we have a fire Hmm. department. So I just... Did you ask the fire? Did you ask the firefighters on the scene whether they well, were going to take action? Did. Well, eventually, okay. when the fire was ninety nine percent out, here comes a little one ton truck that you might see go up into the woods with a lady in a hose. And I'm like, okay, well, the fire is out already. So I asked, I said, what's the deal here? Well, we had to wait for the captain to show up to give orders. And I'm like, my eyeballs are coming out of my head. Like, okay, the fire is burning, and everyone's going to stand around and wait for somebody. And this is, and it, the flames are three feet high. They're not huge flames, but it's creeping across the land at a couple miles an hour. And I was just flabbergasted that the simplicity of putting out a straw fire, which is just like a grass fire. You know, there, luckily there was no big wind that day. But if there was wind, it would have been absolutely devastating. You know, we had maybe two mile an hour winds on your average summer day. It's a light breeze, okay. and there's a million dollar home at the end. And so that is the day where I started to realize that. Our government has problems. When it's something simple like putting out a fire in the middle of summer in a flat, smooth, cork-dry field and all these expensive machines sat alongside the road doing nothing, I thought to myself, then I chat with the neighbor farmer, oh, this happened to us two weeks ago in another place, same thing. They wouldn't come into the field and put it out. And I'm like, wow, this is just blowing my mind here. Well, it sounds like a a question you could, you know, advance to the, you know, to the fire department and call them and say, why, why is this the practice? And what's the, what's the thought behind this? uh, Three weeks later, I did run into the fire marshal, the county fire marshal, because I was burning branches on a pouring down rain day and got turned in for an illegal burn. And it was thunder and lightning, pouring down rain, probably three inches of rain that day. But yet he wrote me a ticket for burning when it wasn't safe. Well, the burn ban wasn't off yet. So I chewed his butt and said, hey, we had real lives in danger a few weeks ago, and you guys wouldn't put out the fire. So I send the ticket in the mail, I pay it, and then the check comes back to me from the court three months later. And I said, well, how does this work? They said, well, the issuing agency did not file their end of the ticket. So the guy must have felt guilty after I told him the story about, and then they probably talked to the other firefighters, like they just stood there and did nothing. And it was just this weird experience. So now whenever the farmers, they have their own fire system there, they have a tractor and a disc to like okay. put the dirt on it. And, but it's just, that is what, there's so many things like that, Joe, where I have lost respect for our government. Well, I, I think that's, that, that's quite apparent, Rich, that you have no respect for government. I understand that. But uh, I, I've got to take a break. Thanks for your call. Well, uh, and it's unfortunate. I, I would expect fire department to to take action when they come upon an active fire and i think in most cases uh whenever i've seen them out they are actively working a fire so that 
I don't know if that was an aberration or what, but uh, uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll hear from Michelle, Tim, Lou, and you if you have time to give us a call here on KGMI Connects. Hi, I'm Lorraine from Lorraine's Window Coverings. We offer our clients the best of both worlds, a store full of the latest affordable Graber products, including remote control options, and then we come to you with just the right samples and our professional installers do the rest. We're a family-owned and operated business that's been serving our community for over 25 years. We always strive to go above and beyond to make sure our customers are as happy as this recent reviewer. We had a wonderful experience. Our consultant came to our house, took measurements, and made recommendations based on our needs. Once approved, we were given a timeline, which was spot on. Installation was scheduled, and the installers arrived on time and worked efficiently. The price was reasonable, and the outcome was even better than we expected. Need window treatments? Check out Lorraine's window coverings online, and then just call. 738-8175. Call Lorraine for your new blind. Lorraine's Window Coverings in Bakerview Square. Don't get stuck inside. Go to Summit Adventure Park, the place for fun, exercise, and birthdays with high-performance trampolines, giant slides, and so much more. Become a monthly member at Summit Adventure Park for just 25 bucks a month and jump all day, every day for just 25 bucks a month. Summit has the best birthday packages in town. Invite all your friends for two hours of fun, including pizza and no cleanup for mom and dad either. And monthly members receive 20% off the best birthday parties automatically. Listen to what Heidi has to say. I'm a grandmother with a grandson I love to spoil. We've hosted his last two birthday parties at Summit, and it couldn't have been easier or more fun. I just went online, booked the date, entered the number of guests, selected a few fun options, and it was done. The staff was awesome that day and couldn't have been nicer. The kids played jumped, ate, and we all got to chill at our reserved birthday table. No pre-prep, no cleaning, and as Lucas says, it's the best birthday present ever. Summit Adventure Park on Meridian next to Home Goods. Do you have a lawnmower, a tractor, construction equipment? If so, you need to visit Meridian Equipment in Laurel. Meridian Equipment is a family business that services and sells all makes and models of agricultural, construction, and material handling equipment. They have the oils, fluids, and hardware that you need. Need a battery? They stock Interstate and Optima batteries for everything from heavy-duty off-road to lawn and garden. Meridian Equipment. Open weekdays from 8 to 4.30 and Saturdays from 8 to 11.30 on Guide Meridian in Laurel. Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, formerly Vibrant USA. If you are on Medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance, the time to call us is now. You have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage. To be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2024, give Guided Solutions a call at 866-733-5111 and our helpful agents will be happy to assist you. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Great to have you with us here on this Friday afternoon, and uh, let's go right back to the phones. Tim and Everson's been hanging on. Hi, Tim. Hey, uh, first on a lighter note, uh, surprise performances at concerts. I went to the original Farm Aid. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Somebody who wasn't a fan of mine, uh, oh, my God, uh, what's his name? Or the who you weren't a fan of? Somebody I wasn't a fan of. Uh, okay. He's a Canadian, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm brain farting right now. The original farm. Uh, old man, look at me now. Oh, yeah, Neil Young. Oh. Yeah, he did an amazing job. Yeah, he's and he I, has an amazing talent. But, yeah, I wasn't a fan of his. I probably not, but I appreciated the music very much. And another guy, I'm sure you won't like. He's a folk singer, saying uh, Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Oh, Three Dog Night. No, the original. Well, wasn't that the original? Boyd Axton. Boyd, Boyd Axton. Axton. Huh? Was uh, he was at yeah. Farm Aid? Huh? Yeah. Where, now, where was that concert? Champaign, Illinois. I was thinking it, it was the in University the Midwest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Pretty, that's it was, a, that's it awesome. was the first time uh, Sammy Hager played with Van Halen. Uh-huh. Okay. Cool. Uh, wow. Charlie Daniels band. It was, there were, uh, there were, an, uh, 
just an it was an incredible show. I bet, yeah. Oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, so the main reason I called was uh taxes. Okay. And you talk about you talk, if you talk to anybody who's owned a small business, they can tell you how they get nickeled and dimed and more than that, dollars uh by the government, by taxes, and then you got to match employee taxes and then you got to do this and that it makes it really hard for small businesses and and i don't blame anybody for working or employing under the table because you'll make 30 cents more on your dollar both ways but then you can be busted for being a tax yes you can you gotta be you gotta be really careful (laughs) all right you got be really careful and uh you know and the other thing uh one quick quick other thing is uh i i had called you a while back about social security and then they sent me some more information and since you had a caller today mention about how it's not going to go defunct or anything when when he called i just pulled this out because i just recently got it and it's kind of funny to me because my employment history goes back to uh, the first okay. section of it that they show is okay. 66 to 70. And okay. I'm like, what? What was I doing then I'm, I'm, that I made $2,800? Well, they apparently taxed me on my paper route. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, it must have been profitable. Thanks, Tim. Uh, I've got other folks on that you want to get to. Dave and Everson uh, joins us. Hi, Dave. Dave, are How you there? Doing? Yeah, good, good. Uh, first of all, like I say, I don't know, a couple, three months ago, you talked to my nephew, TJ. You probably don't remember that, maybe? It's I've, been a while. I've talked to TJ, yeah. Uh, just so you know, he passed away a few months ago. He lost he lost his demons. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. That's terrible news. Yeah, so sorry. He sorry was, for you and your family. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to go there. He had a lot. Anyway. Uh-huh. Anyways, I'm curious, uh, this morning, heading west on the Badger, and three of my co-workers saw it about 6.20, 6.30, that thing streaking across the sky. That was huge. It just... I saw that, and, too. That and was it was, was it, it was moving south to north? Yeah. Yeah. I saw yeah. I saw something too. It was really unusual. I, I just caught a glimpse because I was out with the dog, and... It was just, it kind of shot between trees and over the neighbor's house and then went out of view for me, but it was, it was moving very fast and it was, it seemed like it was going too fast for an airplane and it was too oh, yeah. low and I, what, it, it, did, did, my co-worker said, my co-worker said, I've never seen anything move that fast. <laughs> he caught it from, so he's going west on the Badger. Uh-huh on a state trap line road and caught him in his eye on his left and uh he tracked well i tracked him from trap line road too but what did it look like, like it, to you the thing was i thought it was a meteor at first right well uh-huh. they burn up and they're they're kind of tiny yeah but this was a this is a big ball or not huge but you know you know what a planet looks like in the space you yeah. know from here uh-huh about that size and really bright, had a tail, and the thing was just screaming through the sky. I mean, it was just crazy how fast it went, and yeah. I mean, it disappeared yeah. over the horizon, so I don't know if it went in the bay or what, but and the the angle it was at, it was just crazy, but plus that works not, I'm just curious what they think it is is what I'm looking for. Yeah. Well, if anybody's seen it, yeah, I'd like to hear from you because I I saw something like that and I saw it so briefly. Like I said, it just shot between uh, you know one clump of trees and another clump of trees over a neighbor's house, and then it was, um, you know, just I just kind of out the corner of my eye, and I looked up and I did see it very clearly, and I've never seen anything quite like that before. It was it was strange, that's for sure. Yeah, I've mean, I've seen meteorites a few over the years. You know. I'm- 60 but uh-huh. but this thing i kept expecting it to burn up did it know? look like, like it was high and did it look to you like it was high in the sky because to me it seemed like it was fairly close like right over the city it looked, 
Yeah, it looks to me like it was coming down at a real steep angle. Uh-huh. Like, hmm. yeah, yeah, it was low. I thought so too, but the thing was going so fast. Yeah, yeah. Do you know right. how fast that thing was going? All right, thanks, man. All right, thanks. Appreciate it, Dave. It was. It was pretty odd. I, I I have to admit, I'm not like a UFO buff or what have you. I'm the the stories intrigue me, but I've never seen anything like that before. But real quick, let's go to Lou and Linden. Hi, Lou. Oh, hi, Joe. Yeah, I uh, have a funny story that one of your callers reminded me of. Uh-huh. It's uh, reminiscing about rock and roll. In 2001, I happened to run into the manager for Joe Cocker. Oh, cool. He was in. Yeah, he was in Seattle for a concert, and we got to talking and reminiscing about the 60s and 70s, and he, he said to me, if you remember the 60s, you weren't there. <laughs> and I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. And I, I guess I was there because I remembered at least some of the 60s. Oh, good. So that, that's all I wanted to call about. All right, Lou. weekend. Yeah, you too. Take care. Uh, let's see. Let's add, you know, those random... Uh, uh, you know, encounters with uh, with fame are they're pretty cool. Let's go to Michelle in Bellingham. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. This is the time of the year when the Leonids meteor shower seemed to come out of the constellation Leo the Lion, and it's one of the biggest and best meteor showers in most years. And uh, if you look e- tonight is the peak. If you look east after midnight, yeah. you might see up to fifteen uh, shooting stars per hour. What I wanted to say real quick was: So you think that's what um, it was? Because it looked to I me. I think so. I yeah. Don't know. I mean, it could the well be. The are famous. I've seen up I, to a hundred meteors an hour about twenty-five years ago here in Bellingham. Huh. They had one of their all-time great displays of the Leonids. Um, anyway, what I wanted to say was. Uh, the state of the state education department or department of uh, superintendent of public instruction, whatever, statewide is sending out a questionnaire at all uh, to teenagers at schools regarding uh, you know questions like when did you first have sex and your uh, what gender were you assigned at birth or as though you were assigned and uh, what. Uh, um, you know, what do you feel about your gender identity and all okay. this woke, absolute craziness? It's all personal. It's all nobody's business. But and Dr. Raul Garcia, who's a candidate for U.S. Senate in Yakima and was a former gubernatorial candidate, his daughter refused to answer. And he was just, his guys is a moderate Republican. He's rational. And he just got outraged on a show. And he was so angry over this invasion of privacy of our teenagers. And, of course, there's also the chance that some okay. teenagers who are virgins may feel a little insecure. Okay, Michelle, in a lot of time, we'll continue our discussion on that and UFOs, what have you, Monday, 4 o'clock, here on KG Mike and X.